The Xbox Drive is powered by the You, Me, and Capri Patreon. We want to say thank you to some people, starting with our Diamond Executive Producer, Slimer Snarf. And then to our Gold Level Patrons like James Johnson, Ryan Turford, Egg Shen, Nasty Boots and Tammy, Joel Brooks, and Jonathan Brown. Thank you everyone for all of your support. Hey everyone, it's me, Sean Capri. I'm in my car and you're listening to the most horsepowerful podcast on the internet. It's the Xbox Drive. I'm on a Skype call with my friend Ryan Turford. He's the man on the moose and on our journey today, we got a Sony pony up on this Skype call. It's Joseph Moran, Mr. Badbit from the PlayStation podcast, a podcast for the players by the players or whatever he says. We're going to talk about that Cyberpunk 2077 controller and that 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 sweet sweet console and a Series X logo that looks like a Reebok shoe. What in the world? So jump on into the Xbox Drop Ball. Greater than X. Hello, Sean and Joseph. Hi. Hi, Ryan. Hi. Hello, friends. How, how is everyone today? The sun is shining. I'm going to go grab a coffee, maybe even a soda pop for my wife. And I just got to make sure that I don't look at my laptop while I drive around here, man. This is my weekly drive. I get to go out and see the world for a little bit. Is it that, first off, congratulations for not letting the apocalypse uh, slow you down mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> or, or halt the way things are going because that is crazy. But uh, you know what? At the same exact time, I applaud you for, for social distancing Yep, and for not being a caring about things. Thank you, Joseph. Joe, thanks for yeah. uh, jumping on, on, the, on the call, man. Uh, super short notice, not a whole lot of news, but we haven't chatted in a little while. But for the people who don't know you, who the hell are you? My name is Joseph Moran, a.k.a. Mr. Badbit. I do YouTube things over at Badbit Games and also host a PlayStation podcast called The Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players on Badbit Games on YouTube, but also on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, wherever you get your RSS feeds. All those really cool places where podcasts can be found. It's true. With things and stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's been a while uh, since you've been on the show. I know... Uh, you and Sean did a, a console wars episode a little while ago, and uh, it's always good to hear that the PlayStation side of things, especially when we we're going to talk about the Xbox weird uh, logo in a bit. Uh, I would love to hear your uh, discussion on that. But that, in the meantime, that's for later. Yeah. Sean and Joseph, we're going to clean the garage real quick for a second here, because uh, Sean, you and I have been playing this little game. We can't talk about it yet, but we can tell you we have been playing it. We have been playing Gears Tactics. It's coming out next week. And we will be doing an extra mile going live on Monday all about that. So uh, you can look for that on the podcast feed at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Monday. So look out for that. Until then, we've been playing other games. So let's grab our 8-tracks, pop them into the player. It's time for the playlist. So, Joseph, what have you been playing? I've been playing a little game called Final Fantasy VII Remake. First Get time. out of here with the Sonya stuff. Sorry, I'm out. Bye, guys. It's been nice. No, that's that's actually what I've been playing along with Gears Tactics. I actually finished it this week, so you know I think we've all been playing it. Yeah, everybody has. But honestly, first time, uh, like I'm not a Final Fantasy guy whatsoever. I've tried, like I've dabbled in the online one. I think that's 14, and I tried with 15 a little bit. Did not like that game. Uh, so after you know Kyle is gushing about it, I've hopped on the bandwagon. I'm really enjoying it. But Chapter 14, which I'm on right now, very bad, very very bad. Mm, that's what it's, I've heard. It's, it's it's an obvious gating progression yep. for the sake of prolonging the gameplay session. Yeah, yeah. Just, it's a lot of padding. So, uh, but once I'm done with with work uh, today, I'm gonna go back. I think I'm gonna 
going to try to beat it by Thursday. With that said, I've also been playing on PC, guys. Ooh. Played a little game called Valorant. Ooh. It's, it is like blending CSGO with Overwatch in terms of, you know, the Counter-Strike gameplay where it's 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 very precise, it's very slow, but at the same time because of, you know, that, that one minute and 30 second timer, you have to make very uh, fast decisions mixed with the Overwatch style of I'm choosing a hero, they have special abilities, but their abilities... Though they have offensive, like, grenades, they also have, like, detection. So, like, there's people that will shoot sonar arrows to reveal enemies to try to get, like, the, the, the flank on them. There's characters that uh, uh, throw, like, little, like, set, uh, like central mines where if a person hits them, you'll see them on the map. So, like, it's a lot more defensive gameplay when it comes to the ultimates that I'm really liking. Uh, it's different. It did, you is, get a, I, did you get a code drop or like is it still in that you have to be lucky to to be playing this? Yeah, I I literally for like two days straight <laughs> was on Twitch just like leaving a tab open doing other yeah. things. Um, so that's definitely padding their uh, their watch or their view count, but it's it's really good. Nice, uh, I don't man. know if I'm gonna stick with it, but I, I like it. It's because it's going to be, I think, um, free to play eventually when it does drop in a full yep. in a full release. But huge tie-ins. Number one, I want to go back to Final Fantasy VII. If people are upset that yeah. we're talking about Final Fantasy VII remake on an Xbox podcast, it is coming to Xbox eventually. Exactly. It's it's the it's the timed exclusive that everybody hates, but it's okay for Sony to do it. It's totally fine. It's, so if you're listening okay. to this in the future, just go play this game on your Xbox. And also, you're playing the PC game powered by that that sweet sweet Cyberpunk 2080 Ti that you want as well mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's beautiful it looks oh, pretty cyberpunk is it. is ramping up you can see all the marketing kind of ramp up right now too like because they thought the game was gonna gonna happen right now yeah, yeah. it would have been out by now in right alternate yeah. universe there's a, a a version of reality where that game actually came out this week mm-hmm. I, lo- I love their pr team they're just like we're not even gonna talk today can't change it <laughs> yeah well as for me i'm gonna give you guys the most ryan turford answer of all yes. time for what i've been playing this oh, week boy. Because first of all, I finished Final Fantasy VII. I'm not going to talk about it because I got I got words for that game. But I did play Kunio Kun games from what? the Kunio Kun collection. And for those that don't know what Kunio Kun is, it's I basically the series that started with Riz- River City Ransom. And basically, there's a whole bunch of NES and older games in that franchise. So stuff like Double Dragon, Super Dodgeball. All kinds of cool games. So what they d- they did on Xbox this week is uh, they have a, a collection of these games. Uh, basically, it's an all-in-one package, kind of like the Mega Man Legacy Collection, out on other platforms. But on Xbox, they didn't do that. They just released all mm-hmm. the games individually. So, of course, I decided, because I love old-school NES games, to jump into Double Dragon 2 and Super Dodgeball, were the two games I played a lot this week. Amazing. Both those games are super fun. I mean, I, I like Brawlers. I think they're fun, and... Double Dragon 2 on the NES, actually, I'm, I think that it might actually be superior to the arcade game. Even though the arcade game looks and sounds better than the NES game, I think the NES game plays better. It has, like, RPG progression mechanics and stuff. There's a lot more extra content in it. So I think that it's superior to the arcade version of Double Dragon. So it's really fun to be able to play that version of the game on Xbox with achievements, which you know I love. But also Super Dodgeball... Uh, it's a game that you wouldn't think would hold up really well today. It's a sports game on an NES console or like an older console, but no, that game is still like really fun. Uh, basically, you just 
you play dodgeball, but it's like arcadey dodgeball. Um, <laughs> so it's not like a realistic sim of dodgeball with like goofy characters and stuff. It's a lot of fun. So, so wait a minute, wait. I have never seen this game, Super Dodgeball. Is it like a like a like a like a gymnasium kind of setup with teams on both sides, and there's a fat kid who gets chosen last? Like <laughs> that's uh, me. You're playing hard. Oh mode. no. <laughs> <laughs> There, there's multiple places you can play, Sean. So some are indoors and some are outdoors. Like oh one's at the gosh. beach. So well, then you got then you lot, got the other kid, the nerd, kids. who's like going to have to chase after the ball on the outdoor. Yeah, the that's, that's also me, the indoor. Sean. This is the game that I want to make, man. <laughs> Clearly, no. So you don't have any of that in Super Dodgeball, but it's a super fun game, huh? See what I did there? It's I love fun. it. Well, here I love that you're the guy who's holding up the I big middle it. fingers to everybody, saying that old games are old. You know what I mean? Ryan's loving it. Yeah. Well, to be fair, I literally play like any like NES games every week, so this is not anything new for me. Um, but but each game is available individually for five bucks, so it's not super cheap. But at the same time, it's also not going to break the bank either. And I mostly had a bunch of uh, uh, money left over from Microsoft Rewards because there was a bunch of reward points for say buying Resident Evil uh, Three Remake nice. and uh, buying some stuff during the sale. So I just had a lot left over, and I spent them all on these games, which was mm. super fun. But guys, let's slam the brakes on this conversation. It's time for some breaking news. We got a few news stories in the land of Xbox this week, starting with the official Xbox Series X logo that popped up on a new trademark filing for the console itself. It's certainly interesting. Uh, have y'all both <laughs> had a chance to look at this? Mm-hmm. You want me to take the? You want me to take the the yep, heat please. on this one, yep. guys? Yep. Sure. This is one of the ugliest logos <laughs> I've seen in a very long time, <laughs> rivaling that of Google Stadia. And I'm not afraid to say it. Um, when I first looked at it, I'm like, "Oh, that's a that's a that's not real." That's I, literally I the word anybody... "series" and the letter "x." Cool. Yeah. It, yep. It's it. It's so like okay. So series is on the side, right? Like literally, like someone someone flipped their monitor over when, when they're typing up a Word document. Think mm-hmm. about that. Mm-hmm. And then you have a giant <laughs> a weird X. Yeah. Like they look like two French fries crisscrossing. I understand what they're trying to do there because they're trying to show that the X is also like the idea of this tower and it's long and it's cool. Uh, but it just kind of looks like it doesn't It doesn't suit a, uh, a tech uh, thing. It kind of looks like it does belong on a Reebok shoe. Like when I take a look at that logo, and again, it's all small beans by the end of the day. I'm not playing logos, but like it does remind me as a kid, I always wanted Jordans, but what I got was the Shaq shoe from Payless. <laughs> and I'm like, this is good enough. And like the font's a little weird. But yeah. Like, that's what it, that, that's what it reminds me of, uh, to me. And now people are m- mocking it, like literally like taking, you know, like uh, the adverts that you would normally see and putting Series X to try to make it look normal. But even then, it's very distracting to the eye. Yeah. And I'm not an artist, but like, that's so what here's I got out of it. I think the the context we might be missing, and maybe maybe there is a mock-up of this somewhere, is that what I imagine will be on the box will not just be this logo. It will be like the, the Xbox logo, similar to what we saw on, on boxes for the Xbox One uh, console. It'll just say Xbox. And then it'll have the Series X logo next to it. So I wonder yeah. if if maybe it'll distract from the Xbox logo, maybe, or if it'll look uh, less weird in that context. Because, again, I'm looking... Because my Xbox One Xbox is literally within eye's reach of where I'm sitting right now, and I'm looking at it, and I'm, like, trying to superimpose that image in my head mm-hmm. uh, in that space where the X is on mm-hmm. the box. Uh, so maybe it'll look less weird in that context, because we know that, first of all, the name of the console isn't 
Xbox Series X, it's just Xbox, and it just happens yeah. to be Series X. Yeah. So I think they designed this logo in mind to basically take out the X and put in different letters, like for the the Scarlet, uh, the not the Scarlet, the uh, the Lockhart, uh, other Lockhart. Yeah, the yeah, S is you. what it'll be. S, yeah, most the likely. S. Like they'll put the mm-hmm. S in there instead of the X or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think they designed it with that in mind. But yeah, if you just get it first glance, it looks kind of weird. Yeah. But uh, I think. When they put it on on next to the Xbox logo, I think it'll probably not look as bad as we're probably thinking. That's but actually that's, that's a that's a good call. That's because my first reaction was very similar to Bad Bits, which was like I actually I don't even know if you really said it, but like I hope that it was fake. You know, like the, some sometimes when things show up on trademarks, I was like, I mean, that's not a guarantee that that's going to happen, and I kind of hope that that was the case on this one. Um, and we'll get to the Cyberpunk <laughs> console as well, but yeah, I definitely. On its own, I was like, oh, I don't, I don't even like like the X thing. And a lot of people have definitely pointed out that it, it works vertical or horizontal. That's the letter X. That's how the letter X works. That's not like some <laughs> magical design of the logo. That's, <laughs> that is the design of the alphabet. So, okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think... Um, I just need to see it. Actually, you're 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 bang on, Ryan. I need to see this paired up next to the what I think is actually yeah. a really sweet logo, like the Xbox, like the the circle with the X in it is probably one of my favorites. But this is like on its own, mm, little looks a little basic. I could have made this, and that's not what I want out of a logo. Now there are some people that are saying like this looks like it belongs on a pamphlet or like uh like on a physical box, like you'll see it on a corner somewhere, right? Um. So I'm like, okay, cool. Again, like we don't know what this logo is going to be used on, but like I'm looking at the mock-ups right here where it's it's like the series uh is trying to be the line that separates the Xs or the the yeah. S to the X. It just doesn't work and it looks really gross. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But again, it is what it is. It you know, is it's is. not it's not going to hinder anybody's gameplay, you know? No, I mean, people aren't going to be like, you know, this logo is so bad, I'm not going to buy the console. I would buy it, but that logo. (laughs) And and, I mean, it's probably not, it's not going to probably be on the console at all either. So, I mean, you don't have to worry about looking at it every time you look at your console. So, I mean, there is that going forward as well. Uh, But folks, before we move on, let's bring in the Plastic Heart podcast, because they actually asked a question about this because first of all if y'all would like to be part of the show you can reach out to us anytime at the xbox drive on twitter um we also sometimes take questions from the yumi and capri discord and if you'd like to be part of that it's free you can just click the link in the the show description and jump in so plastic hearts podcast at plastic heart podcast asks are the new black and white logos for xbox series x an indication of the two new SKUs, sx and Lockhart? uh we talked about this a little bit but yeah I, I think that this logo was obviously designed with series being the in the se- section it is now and then just insert extra letter here. And are y'all on the same page with this? Yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely on the same page. And I wouldn't read yeah. into too much about like I think a lot of people are talking about like the black and white nature of, of the logo giving some sort of indication of like what the console itself is going to look like. This is very common in in logo design you're always going to have a black and one black version a white one and then perhaps even a color version of what we haven't necessarily seen but um yeah don't don't read too much into the color being black and white that's pretty pretty standard in logo design uh, speaking of consoles we got a new console guys a new xbox one x is coming so uh xbox announced this week uh that a cyberpunk 2077 limited edition console is coming out in june 2020 they didn't give a specific date uh, just it's coming out sometime in June with a custom system with all kinds of lights and uh, like other etchings and stuff on it, a special edition co- controller as well as a digital code for the game. Now, obviously, the game doesn't come out till September, 
but you basically get the code now and you can redeem it for the pre-order and it just preloads when it comes available. Mm -hmm. uh, the special edition console, you can all, sorry, the controller, you can go buy this right now as well. So it's available from uh, the Xbox store or I think it's coming to other retailers soon. Uh, so you can look out for that. The, the controller itself looks really sweet. Um, it's basically like a two-tone design. So it's like uh, metal on one side and then black on the other. And it's got like actual etchings carved into the controller, mm -hmm. which is pretty cool because I know a friend of the show, Green Skull, on Twitter at Green Skull, uh, was sent one of these by Xbox Canada, uh, I think yesterday from the date So jealous, Xbox Canada, by the way. <laughs> he uh, posted a quick video just showing off some of the, the bits of the con uh, controller and basically showed off that it's actually like laser etched into the controller, the, the words no That's future. That's amazing. Which is super cool. Um, and like likewise, the two-tone design when it... When it uh, goes between the two colors like there's actual like physical indentations in that section to the controller as well so it's not just a coat of paint uh, mm -hmm. that that switches between the two colors so i think that this controller looks super rad I, what do you guys think and i'll start with you sean yeah the controller is killer man holy crap um and and everything that you said about the etchings is like how do you even manufacture that like is it is i guess it would be laser etched it's not a real person just like carving it, it into like. it um really really nice attention to detail and it makes me think about like what is this game gonna be about because everything about the design that we're seeing on the controller and the and the console itself is like absolute chaos this is there's there's nothing clean about any of this and so i'm really just i cannot wait to jump into this game i um the, con the console is available i think june sometime in june and i tweeted this out but also that screamed to me that that was supposed to be a available now type of announcement yeah. at e3 and that is just it's a reminder of like how heartbreaking it is i know we've all written off e3 in our minds and even prior to what happened this year we're like it's dying it's good it should go away we're those moments are gone um and that really that that really sucks um, but I'm curious to know Joe's thoughts on the yeah. design and and everything else because it's growing on me. I'll say this: that it's been the the console design has grown on me. But when I first saw it, I was like, Ooh, "That's not." We normally get really great looking and and clean designs. I I love my mm -hmm. Gears Five Limited Edition. This is anything but clean. That's for sure. Yeah, when it comes to the controller. Um, I liked it until it's not a new one. It's not like the new controller. Like it doesn't have a share button to it. I know. So that that bums me out. I was going to if if that was the case because it's like a it's over here in the states like seventy four bucks. So like if it if it was like the new series version of the controller, I would have bought it day one. Yeah. Because it's not. I'm gonna pass on it. But it does look beautiful and it does have the sense of order versus chaos. Mm -hmm. uh, and when it comes down to even like the, the console, the, the things that I like about it, like there's actually little mini LED lights on it. There's also like glow in the dark pieces to it as well. Like, yeah, like no future in the back is glow in the dark. Like that's, that's awesome to me. So like X, there's one thing that Xbox does better than every, oh, look at, oh, now it's me. Oh, this yeah, is yeah. Gotcha. Keep going, Joe. Okay. All right. I'll power through. So yeah, when it comes to like the design overall, no one does limited edition consoles better than Xbox. Like even, even if you're not a fan of this, this console, cause I get it. Like one of the, one of the things you could say is it looks kind of like a, busted hard drive <laughs> kind of gave but me it's going for that busted hard drive look though that's it's the look going, going for it for. but even even then like you can't you can't put a match or, or a candle to to what they do uh with limiteds compared to like other consoles like xbox just gets it right yeah. whoever designs these consoles just do an amazing job 
Dude, there's and even an actually... external hard drive. Like, there's a Seagate hard drive uh, mm-hmm. that has this design yeah. as well, man. They went all out on this game. It's huge. Yeah. yeah, and actually, we saw this much more during the 360 area, and this is one of the things that I kind of miss about that era of consoles, is that we got so many limited edition consoles that had all kinds of great visual uh, uh, tr- designs, but also had great audio designs as well, like the Star Wars one with the uh, the R2-D2 noises, yeah. for example, oh, or God. like the, the Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 version that had like the, this gunmetal gray look to it, but also the, these Call mm-hmm. of Duty noises when you press the eject button or when you powered it on, or like the Halo Reach console, which I had, which it just looks awesome and makes halo noises i mean that's that's what you want so and we didn't really see too much of that this generation with xbox yeah. we saw um with the xbox series x they did this uh, nba 2k20 bundle that was like uh white with a bunch of polka dots on it but or like spots but for the most part we haven't really seen Thank you. You any too. other consoles that they went all out like this so yeah. uh it's almost fitting that they're doing this as like the final xbox uh series uh, sorry the xbox one x Variants. This is the Ryan, last one that they. Ryan, the thing about it that you kind of touched on there is that it speaks to the whole generation. There haven't been partnerships like this for meaningful games. Sony got all of them, like like Joe's crew and his listeners on the, the trophy room. You guys got all the all the all the great partnerships. Finally, Xbox get one gets one, which uh, is a reminder of the missed opportunities throughout the whole gen. But for me, it's like, what are we doing moving forward? This is very exciting for Xbox fans that one of the most anticipated games is so strongly aligned with Xbox. So I yeah. love that they're going all out with this, the controller, the hard drive, the con- the, the console itself. So um, I'm excited to see what they do, maybe even a Series X version of all of this yeah. stuff too. But what an awkward time, right, to Joe's point. What an awkward time to... Uh, to have like such a big deal, it's like you're. We're all going to be spending money on the next console pretty quick here. Mm-hmm. So this mm-hmm. is more yeah, of a this collector's one's, piece. Yeah, there's that, or it's more for people too that aren't going to buy Series X right away as well. Which is kind of goes back to the discussion we had last week when we had a, a question about that. Because mm-hmm. um, ultimately, there are a lot of people that, especially during our current economic time, who aren't going to be able to go out and buy Series Use X. Use that stimulus check. Maybe, and maybe you go and buy something like this instead, or even uh, the Xbox Trump just One gave X. everybody the ability to buy PS5 and Xbox Series X, so just hang on to that stimulus check, everybody. Yeah, but we live in Canada, Sean. We don't get. We'll get something so. else too. Trudeau will help us out. It's all good. He'll give us French and English money. It's all good, man. What? That is true. That <laughs> I don't is true. think that's how it works. That. No, it's <laughs> no. it's really cool to see that they're yeah they're partnering so so much with Cyberpunk and more so that they did with. The Witcher Three that I feel like they could have done a lot more with, definitely. Um, and, and like, and you saw that reflected in its sales to me as well, where it's kind of like they just did PlayStation's marketing for them. Uh, when in terms of like the disparity between the numbers, it also uh, to me, I think proves the fact that CD Projekt Red. It's kind of like we're at the Breaking Bad point where there's no breaks on this train. It's coming out sometime. Yeah, you know. So yeah. I, I'm I'm pumped that. This game's coming out because it is my most anticipated game of uh, of of 2020. Not Love it. Wood. Very nice, very nice. All right, moving on to a game that I'm super excited about that finally has a release date. Uh, so .emu, which is the actual name of the developer, have announced that Streets of Rage 4 is coming to Xbox One on April 30th. The game will launch into Game Pass Day 1, which I'm super hyped to get my hands on this game next week. We knew it was coming out at some point. They were being very nebulous about the release date for a while. Uh, but yeah, now we officially know it's coming out uh, next week. 
Uh, they also announced uh, that there's going to be a whole bunch of retro characters you can play in this game as well, uh, with a, just a ton of unlockables. There, there's no DLC or anything like that. There's just a ton of unlocks in this game. You have to play it a bunch of times to get all the stuff. You can also play the whole game with the Sweet Streets of Rage 2 soundtrack, which is one of the best soundtracks on the Genesis. Uh, so yeah, I am so excited to play Streets of Rage 4, and uh, look out for an extra mile for that too. At some point, Dude, probably in a, in a couple weeks, but uh, it's also going to be a pretty short game, so I'm probably going to go through it pretty quick, but I'm I'm so excited for Streets of Rage 4. Are you, either of you guys going to uh, pick this up or play it uh, next week? Pro- I mean, me, I mean, Game Pass, me. so there, there's that. Like, you, This is the place yeah. to play there's it, for too. sure. But yeah, I don't know. There's, there's so many things, man. I'm glad you're excited, though. Yeah, I'm glad you're excited. I mean, someone's got to be excited. Some, right? I bet, you know? I, you know, I think Tony Baker out there is excited. There's, there's definitely a few yeah. people. Yeah. Very nice. Well, speaking of Game Pass, Segway. Game Pass. Uh, Yakuza Kiwami basically just came out of nowhere and just came out on Game Pass today. So uh, <laughs> if you are, if you finished Yakuza 0, which came to Game Pass uh, a couple months ago, uh, Yakuza Kiwami is now waiting for you and uh, is ready to be played. I've still not jumped into Yakuza 0 yet. I mean, we've been getting a lot of games this month, so I've just not had time. But mm-hmm. it's one of those things where I want I want to play all the, the Yakuza games over the summer because I've never played mm-hmm. them before. And I love stuff in Japan, as everyone knows. Um, so I'm super excited to check these out at some point. Um, just as, uh, being on the PlayStation side, yeah. you've had Yakuza games for a while. Have you ever jumped into Yakuza at all? <laughs> not even a little bit. <laughs> but I hear, here's the thing, but I hear really great things. The The problem with Yakuza for me is that there are so many yeah. where to start. And they're Same. all like, like 30, 40 hour experiences. So it's just like, that's a huge commitment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. true. I think that's going to be the, that's yeah. the overall challenge with even Xbox fans who like generally have not played it. They're in the same boat as you, but because we've been in our ecosystem of like just having all of these games, the same way be with the Final Fantasy games. A whole bunch of Final Fantasy games coming over um, in a Game Pass that we still would like more information on. But yeah, that's going to be the the challenge when they're trying to like to break into that that like have the Japanese games. So hopefully it has it. There'll be maybe more of an impact in Japan for for Xbox gamers rather than the American Xbox gamers. Mm. I am actually shocked. I was so convinced this was going to happen that when Final Fantasy VII remake came out, that they were going to bring Final Fantasy VII to Game Pass that same day because mm. we knew that that was supposed to be the first Final Fantasy game coming to Game Pass. A long time ago, and they still haven't announced when that's happening yet. So I, I was so convinced it was going to happen last week, and it just it didn't happen. Sony so, shut the door on who that, knows? I'm sure. It'll happen eventually. We, we know uh, Square Enix, you know, pre- people of their word. It will come out eventually. I'm just very surprised it didn't happen. Well, last, ga- last bit of news, uh, Crisis Remastered got announced this week as well. Um, so this is coming from the folks over at Crytek. It will include a ton of visual upgrades, including possible software-based ray tracing, and it's coming to Xbox One in quotes soon. So mm. at some point, this game's coming out. Uh, we It's important to note that if you want to play Crisis right now, uh, it is available on Xbox 360. They did a remaster of it on XBLA. Um, so I'm interested to see what they're gonna, what else they're going to do with the game beyond what they did for that remake of Crisis, because this is basically the second time they've remade Crisis now. Um, yeah. But I'm, I'm excited to, to replay it. Um, I, I, was I the only one who played it back in the day, or did you guys play Crisis at all, or what do you guys think about this? I have strong attachment to uh, Crisis 2. I've played a bit of Crisis 1, but for me, I, I, I'm, I'm in the camp of like, okay, call me when Crisis 2, though, gets remade, because that's what I'm yeah. all about. That multiplayer was so great i remember playing the 360 beta and just being hooked and just spending 
literal months in that world playing that game. It is one of <laughs> here's here's a little backdoor into my life. It is one of the the biggest nerd rages I've ever had in my life, <laughs> where I took my controller and I hit the case and I. <laughs> And I broke the case in a fit of nerd rage. And because I worked at GameStop at the time, I was just able to defect it and get a better case. Come on. (laughs) But to be fair, I think they used to do stuff like that back then. Because actually, I I told the story a couple episodes ago about me being the person who went through 12 Xbox 360s. I never had to send one of those to Microsoft. Because Mm -hmm. that was back in the day when GameStop offered three-year warranties where you could yep. just go and exchange the console in the store, and all of them broke within the three years. Wow. So just bring it back to the store, and I just walk out with a new console. Uh, that was the, the memories. That was the whole reason why they stopped doing that, actually, was because of the rent rate. Because mm-hmm. they would get so many returned that it was just, they couldn't keep uh, keep offering it as a, as a service anymore. Yeah. So that was the whole thing. But yeah. Um, yeah, I'm interested to see what they do with Crisis Remastered. And, and yeah, I, to your point, J- Joseph, I love Crisis 2. It's my favorite of the three of them. Um, and it, it's, yeah, Crisis 1, what I uh, liked about it was it was almost like the spiritual uh, sequel to the original Far Cry, which is also developed by Crytek. Um, so I liked that it was in like that same tropical setting as you see in the Far Cry series, but it, just with different tools and made you feel like kind of a badass. Uh, mm. But Crisis 2 I, it was really where I thought they hit their stride. So yeah. mm-hmm. uh, I wish that more than anything that was the game they were doing. But at the same time, that game's also backwards compatible, so I can go play that anytime I want. But uh, yeah, Crisis Remastered, I'm interested to see more about it. So let's let some people into us in, into the car with us. It's time for the carpool. Uh, we really have one other question. This is from Jason C. at jcarpingabout on Twitter. He asks, what has been the best single-player experience you've had on Xbox One and why? So to put Joseph on the spot, yeah. Because Sean and I have giant lists. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to Joseph first. So Joseph, what has been the best single player experience you've had on Xbox One specifically? Uh, that's a good question that puts me on the spot because I don't think of Xbox as the place where I get my single player experiences. Truth be told, I'm, I'm on Xbox for the multiplayer. Uh, so the two, the one Xbox exclusive that I will say, um hit me particularly hard would be gears five i love that nice. story uh though the ending may be a little bit flawed depending on how you're looking at it uh, i think for the most part gears five is is the perfect evolution of what you want from a sequel uh and it shows the direction of where coalition's going it's in a good place uh if i'm going to give a more broader answer i'll i'll be real with you because we're on a cd project red kick uh it's definitely the witcher three damn the witcher three is where i uh it, that's it's on the Xbox One X. I wanted to see the power, and let me tell you, Witcher Three on Xbox One X, a lot of bushes, so many bushes. <laughs> also, a very pretty sky and puddles. Yeah. We have puddles and yep. bushes. Take that. Mm-hmm. Shots fired. <laughs> and and and, uh, and Roach in 4K. It's got that. So. Yeah, I yeah. You can, all the fur. <laughs> exactly. All right, Sean. I'm going to go to you next. Dude, I know you have a giant list of well, games. And I, I'm driving right now, so I can't even look at it. 
because <laughs> I'm an idiot who writes a list to refer to and then drive the car for a freaking podcast. But uh, that's me, everybody. That's me. Um, right alongside like The Witcher, like some things that kind of came to mind for me was like Dragon Age Inquisition is one of my favorite games like of all time. And then I'm like, oh, what else is one of my favorite games of all time from this gen? Is Assassin's Creed Odyssey is like that's probably the most amount of time that I put into any game. And, and Cassandra is just one of the best heroes in, in gaming. Um, that I can think of. And I could go through a ton. I could go through the, the Celeste, the Batman Arkham Knight, the Rise of the Tomb Raiders, all the others. These are all just off the top of my head. Um, mm-hmm. But did I say Titanfall 2 yet? I don't think I said Titanfall no. 2 yet. Titanfall 2 it's is, on a, your list, it is a badass single-player campaign, my friend. There are so mm-hmm. many. Joe, you know, I don't know, uh, or Quantum Break, if we got to throw an exclusive in there as well. Um, but a lot of people kind of throw shade over to the Xbox because of, like, no single player. You get most of the same games. Like, there's, like, a 98% crossover of the same oh, games. Yeah. Celeste, did I say Celeste? There's a couple of others in there for sure. <laughs> Cuphead. Uh, or the Ori's. Dooms. The Dooms on this, on this, on this uh, generation Doom. were amazing. So, yeah, that's where I'm at, dude. I love so many freaking single player games Actually, and if you ever ask me to give you a single what's my favorite i'm never gonna do it so uh oh, love the that's question, why though. literally when we got this question sean and i immediately wrote out a list of like <laughs> 20 games it's <laughs> amazing i actually forgot to mention titanfall 2 i played on xbox one so we there could throw go. that on there as well though that i think what is it i mean the fifth mission of course everybody talks about that but i also love the last mission mm-hmm. the last mission is awesome and one that I would replay all the time. It's just so freaking perfect. Yep. Very nice. Very nice. As for me, so first of all, if you've listened to the show for a while, you probably know some of my answers. Resident Evil 2, for example, probably my favorite single-player experience on the console. I just had a ton of fun playing it, a ton of fun replaying it and playing all the different modes, Um, getting to play as Tofu, of course. Uh, an old favorite um the tomb raider trilogy so uh tomb raider definitive edition rise of the tomb raider shadow of the tomb raider i absolutely love those games and i love the tomb raider series it's one of my favorite series of all of gaming so i was super excited to finally get to see a, a new proper tr- tomb raider trilogy and get to see that series done in in the right way um also going back to when you were talking about assassin's creed odyssey that's probably the game i've probably played the most on xbox mm-hmm. uh because i i spent about 200 a- two to three hundred hours playing that game good god and like 100 percented it and did all the dlc so i loved every minute of it but what i will say the other games uh that on xbox that i loved in that series assassin's creed syndicate and origins i love those games yeah as well. origins yeah um especially syndicate in particular because that game kind of got me back into the assassin's creed series because i kind of fell off of it after assassin's creed brotherhood came mm-hmm. out like that was the last one i really liked and syndicate really just brought it back in a big way for me so yeah um obviously that was uh, a huge turning point for me where now i i it's hard for me to imagine not being excited about assassin's creed now whereas i wasn't like that for a while uh as far as exclusives of course ori and the will of the wisps i absolutely gushed about that game when we talked about it when mm-hmm. it came out and it's still probably my favorite single player exclusive game on the mm. is, is Ori of the Will of the Wisps. I, I love that game to, to, to pieces. Uh, but even stuff like smaller games like River City Girls, I absolutely love playing by myself, which is, again, a side-scrolling beat-em-up game. Uh, Life is Strange, another game that I, I loved to death back in 2015. It was my favorite game of that year. I, I bawled my eyes out because it was so sad, but I loved the, the coming-of-age story with Max. And, of course... Alien Isolation, because I have to mention it every chance I have to, to mention it. <laughs> it's a One of my mention. favorite survival horror games. You know, it's 
it's one of those things mm-hmm. where I, I have to mention it because it's it's one of my all-time favorite games. So well, even I'm Forza so Horizon 3, play. man. Like, that's something that I would wake up at 5 in the morning to play, Forza Horizon 3, and, and, and more Ubisoft love, too, with the Far Cry series really just hit it for me. I know a lot of people jumped on with 3, but for me it was like Primal, I think, was really good, and 5 and, yeah. and New Dawn, I think, was excellent. Like, Ubisoft is probably publisher of the generation, in my opinion. Yeah, they. I mean, all, almost all their games are hits. Even something like The Division, which isn't single player, like right, single and multiplayer, everything, or man. even like Watch Dogs Two. Mm-hmm. Or, or, Ooh, like, that's a good like one. That well. Yep, that's on my list. Oh, I love Watch Dogs Two. Sorry, I just dude. I just Watch Dogs my Two was amazing. Mm-hmm. So like, so, and it's so criminally underplayed because the first one was what it was for for better or for worse. Apparently for worse, but like Marcus is such an amazing character, and that's why it kind of bums me out that Legion's kind of just ditching him. Yeah, and, and San Francisco was was the thing that originally got me interested in that game, mm-hmm. and the location mm-hmm. was just so excellent in that game, perfect for the story, and I loved exploring it, dude. We could go. This is this is a a full show kind of topic for sure. Mm-hmm. Exactly, but we unfortunately have run out of time. Yeah, so gotta go back to work. Go, uh, jo- Joseph plugs go. Yeah. Okay. So you can find me over at Bad Bit Games uh, on YouTube. Follow me on Twitter at Mr. Bad Bit or follow PS Trophy Room uh, on Twitter. Uh, you can follow the Trophy Room on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, wherever you get your RSS feed services. Those those are my plugs. Oof. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, Sean Plugs go. Hey guys, you can find me on the internet at Sean Capri. It's Sean like Connery, Capri like the pants. And if you like this show, you can throw a little gas money my way at uh, patreon.com slash UV Capri. Because very gas nice. money because nice I'm in a car. I get it, Sean. Yeah, I get it. As for me, you can find me on Twitter at Ryan Turford. That's T-U-R-F-O-R-D. You also find us on Twitter at The Xbox Drive. So for Joseph and Sean, I'm Ryan. This has been episode 137 of The Xbox Drive. And we out. Ball. We like Sony ponies and Xbox getting along together driving a car.